Hey, what's up everybody? Chris here with Actual Eye Podcast. And uh, interesting circumstances to be in. What a time. I haven't uh, put out a new podcast in a few months. We're into uh, March, coming into April here now. And we are in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic and a time of uh, isolation and also a time of reconnection for people with families and loved ones and a lot of soul searching going on. So this is definitely a time for self-realization, recommitment and uh, reflection, consideration, deep contemplation, hopefully uh, some reawakening can occur in this time, and there is, uh, you know, a lot of silver lining out there right now, so as as that old saying goes, uh, look for the helpers in a time of crisis, look for the people that are spreading light and pouring their hearts out into doing good things, lightening the load for others, you know, bringing out the best of humanity and a testament to what we're truly capable of when we put our hearts and minds together. So here we are in the midst of this ongoing, what do we call this? I guess we call this a crisis. And I don't want to provoke any more anxieties than uh, I'm sure so many are already carrying. I I think we're all feeling it right now. We're all in the midst of this kind of a a low-grade sense of uh, deep concern and uh, anxiety. A lot of people aren't used to being solitary for this long. You know, I'm a pretty solitary person, but even I miss uh, social time just in regular life, you know, and uh, and now especially, I have been missing other people. So these are strange and uh, bittersweet times, but it has been nice to have this, this time to uh, kind of reset and take a pause and do the soul searching that I've required And that's what I invite all of you to do here with me, Uh, here at Actual Eye Podcast. We are looking within together to inquire into the actual nature of who and what we really are. I'm not implying anything that that can only be seen, experienced, and uh, expressed for oneself. Though, it does seem that we find a lot of parallels in our experiences when we practice uh, techniques such as meditation. Uh, People, of course, achieved, uh, what what do we call this, a sense of communion, a sense of oneness, uh, a sense of uh, flow and um, 
sometimes it, it comes with an out of almost out of body like experience where it's a sense of watching oneself um, and there's a lot of shades and varying degrees gradients of depth endless depth to this experience but essentially what we're doing when we meditate is tapping into the very present moment and and kind of building that muscle of a, of awareness of just beingness itself uh, there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding around what meditation is and how to do it um, the idea isn't that you are just supposed to turn off your thoughts and clear your mind and then you're meditating. The idea is actually by meditating you are exercising this potential to see thoughts for what they are rather than be pulled around them automatically as we come to be, as we are such thoughtful creatures. We are so able, we are so articulate in our understanding of things that we are in love with breaking things apart now and thinking to ourselves about life and our uh, our experiences upcoming and past events in the language that that we grow up with we think these thoughts to ourselves we formulate this idea sometimes with these expectations of how things should be and, and that's in contrast to who we think we are this uh you know we build up these self images and so you know that's what we're doing here we're exploring this idea of self that we all carry and uh how to be free of attachment and the anxieties and fears that surround and result from attachment to these false senses of self because it's okay that we all do have egos and we have these personalities these personages, these cast images, images that we act through. But what is it that is acting through but the force of pure consciousness itself? And it's acting uniquely through each one of us. We are these each, each of us, these unique filters of experience and our personalities are beautiful. It's the attachment to the personality as a firm, um, you know, uh, a firm, solid object that is unchanging, that can be attacked, that has some, like, real, you know, reality in 3D space, and it doesn't. We we have these bodies, we do, um, and we do have these personalities, but pers- personalities are... You know how we say, I, I have a personality. Um, this person has that kind of person, and I have this kind of personality. I like these kinds of things. I don't like those kinds of things. This is who I am. This is how I like to act. Or this is, you know, and you can see how people perceive others. All of these traits, you know, they're malleable. They change over time. Uh, so, you know, some of us um, maybe change less than others in some ways, um, but we're we're always all changing and. We can always continue to change and grow and uh, modify and upgrade and 
enjoy these personalities that we act through because they are our characters. They, these are our, our avatars, the faces of our avatars. But we are what is aware. We, we are what has the personality. And what is that? And it's a mysterious thing because there's no actual one name or even string of sentences I can put together that that is wholly accurate and describes what the presence, the sense of being, the sense of awareness that we as creatures in this universe share, what, what, just what that is. Um, there is a way to tap into that and experience it though. And it's almost like that's a back door into the direct experience of the universe itself. In fact, the direct experience of the universe experiencing itself is what is occurring. Uh, so, you know, sometimes the sages will say it's not the human being, it's not the individual, let's say, that wakes up. It is the universe waking up through a new, to a new aspect of itself, through a new aspect of itself, becoming aware through a new aspect of itself. And that's not, and that, you know, that can easily be conceptualized and it's really, it's, it's much more obvious and simple than one would think. But it's also infinitely deep and beautiful and maintains its, its wondrous mystery, um, the, the profundity, the aw awesomeness of it, the, the sheer magnificence doesn't change, that doesn't go away, but it is the most matter of fact. It's always been here, we've always been in it, we've always experienced it, just we haven't noticed it directly because we have so many frames of perception laden over the experience now. And we're just seeing it from this one angle. Now we have the capacity through our compassion and our consideration and our merging with this isness that is behind all existence. Now this does allow us a wider perception, but it's not like one gains some all-knowing sense of godliness or anything like that. And, and that supreme divine mystery of mysteries remains be beyond all of our ability to fully even begin to comprehend or encapsulate, understand and express. It's something that we've been wrestling to, to try and encapsulate and express and formalize for thousands of years and fight wars over it. But at the heart of it, it's, it's the right intention what we do in the form, formation of our, our religious institutions. The religious impulse is pure and beautiful. It is the uh, institutionalization of it that seems to cause problems. We can't put walls around the divine, the, the ultimate greatest mystery of reality that is beyond any of our understanding, the most learned religious person or the most uh, well-informed, educated scientist, 
um, will both, if they are honest, readily admit that they are a grain of sand in an infinite ocean and will never fully comprehend this, I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. I guess anything's possible. But at the, at the bottom of it, we are this. As it is directly experienced, we can access it. And whatever this is, that is the fundamental nature of reality. We have these many techniques, these ways that the human race has discovered over many hundreds and thousands of generations to allow one to access this this truth of this ultimate truth of one's being this this source this primary sense of being upon which everything is built and and in this place in this stasis in this way is a way of freedom and peace that is that is real. It's it's very it's very real. It's it's not, you know, floating around in butterfly butterfly land. It's it can see the world as it is. It can it can be very pragmatic, but it is also not attached to outcome. It it is fully immersed in the pure love of the wonder of experience itself. Fully capable to take part in helping as one is driven to, as one sees fit, um, doesn't change who we are at essence. In fact, it just allows us to be our whole, actual, true, always blooming and blossoming, changing and growing and hopefully in wisening selves. So that's the goal here. Who is the actual I? We utilize techniques such as self-inquiry meditation. We uh, tap into the insights derived from non-dualistic schools. Um, We look at Zen Buddhism, Advaita Vedanta, teachers such as Jiddu Krishnamurti and Ramana Maharshi. We also look to the greats of Laozi, Buddha and the Christ and uh, everywhere else that we can find it to look at these bright examples of the best that we as humanity, as extensions of this earth, as earthlings have to offer. So, meditation is one of many ways. And today we're going to, I want to help highlight the uh, the sense of presence that we are merging with, that, that meditation is targeted at allowing us to experience and deepen the breadth of. With breathing meditation, we are developing an experiential sense, a bodily memory of the present moment so that we can tap into it much more easily in our meditative practice and throughout life. There's the stillness in this sense of here, 
of now, of beingness. This stillness in the sense of I, sense of feeling of, of being that is evoked by the word I or me. Without I am this or I am that, just I itself. The fact that we can abide in this state in which our emotions are felt is, is a really profound thing once that reckoning is achieved within oneself. But you can't get that by listening to me. All I can do is kind of point in the direction and you just have to go through that door yourself. And and it's it's a very simple thing. It's It's allowing oneself to be and notice and watch one's thoughts as they arise and notice the emotional responses to those thoughts that then turn up in the body as they arise and watched it with a detached sense, not an uncaring sense, though in fact a completely caring, understanding sense that we are all products of conditioning, that none of us practically have very much space around our thoughts and we are quite ruled by our thoughts in our lives, but we don't have to be. So this, is, again, is an invitation and I'm right here on this journey with you. We're learning as we go. And I hope that you can enjoy this peace and uh, easy sense of gratitude and flow that's come to me through meditation. It saved me more than any anything. And I experienced a lot of anxiety and depression when I was younger. And, uh, you know, that's, that's not a problem anymore. These things still arise sometimes, but I know how to sit with them and be with them. They don't rule me anymore. And that's the greatest of gifts. And it came simply through learning to breathe again. Learning to reset my breath and my being through meditation. So let's begin. We're not worrying about trying to turn the thoughts off. Thoughts will come up and distract us. We'll notice how our minds will follow the train of thought and get caught up in it. Just notice how that happens and come back to the moment. It's the noticing of the distractions and the returning of awareness to just being aware that is the exercise of meditation. Feel the body breathing in and comfortably Allow the breath to fill the stomach. Be sure that you're sitting, sitting in a comfortable position, in a comfortable place. It's helpful to have a meditation pillow that you can put behind your knees 
or under your butt when you, when you sit. Um, any kind of firm pillow can help. It doesn't have to be too thick. It's just a little bit. And that will ease up the pressure on your knees and make it easier to sit a little bit more straight to allow you to remain focused. Because what we're going for here is a space between sleep and between firm awareness, like awakeness. So this is a... It's, it's an alive, awake presence that is free of attachment to thoughts as they arise. And we ease the attachments to thoughts by just observing them, taking this time on a daily to just sit and be practice watching the thoughts and the feelings they evoke and returning and if you have trouble understanding what I mean by returning then we practice being aware of the feeling of the body as it inhales the air into the stomach and if you have trouble naturally breathing into the stomach to where it expands whole like a baby's belly when he breathes or an animal like a dog or a cat you can watch their bellies they breathe fully over time we kind of tense up a little bit in life and we tend to breathe a lot more into our chests and we're in a much more constant fight or flight ready mode and that's a big part of our anxiety great deal of anxiety is loosened up once we learn to breathe into the stomach but if you can't Get a full, deep, easy belly breath right now, immediately. Just breathe a little bit down into the stomach, as is comfortable. And if you have to breathe into the chest, allow yourself some nice, deep, full breaths. And we can do this with the eyes closed. Just feeling the sense of the breath as it enters the nostrils or the mouth. And breathe however is comfortable, however comes naturally. And when you exhale, just let the air go. You don't have to actively exhale. You can just let the air go like your fingers letting go of the end of a balloon and the air just comes out on its own. You'll notice just releases. And then you can notice your body will automatically inhale again as it's ready. And your, your breathing can slow down quite a bit right now, but we're sitting straight, not, um, not painfully straight, but straight, a little bend in the back, comfortably. Uh, you can sit on your legs, or you can sit cross-legged, uh, bringing one foot up onto your leg in a yoga position. That can be comfortable when you get that down right. And that can help you straighten your back. The pillow again is helpful. All of this allows us just to remain simply aware so that we're not going too dreamy, too daydreamy, too sleepy, too lethargic with it. We want to remain alert while, while the mind is loose and open and 
We're giving it freedom and space to just do whatever it wants to do. We're getting to know the mind by watching thoughts as they appear instead of trying to automatically solve them as we're so used to doing and engaging with the thoughts and thinking and playing with thoughts. We're so used to doing that because we're such doers. And by taking a break from that, we get to know how our thoughts work and we get a sense of where they're coming from you know what what patterns they're they're coming from and we get a sense of those patterns of thinking that we've developed and then you get a sense of mastery and that's the freedom and a sense of peace because then the thoughts cease to impact us so easily you can have a thought that can make your heart drop into your stomach and it doesn't have to be that way now that might still occur but you can rebound from that that event very fast when you're practicing meditation on a regular basis and you'll notice your body will learn to automatically respond to crisis situations, to shocking situations, to frustration, to depression, to trying moments, to anxiety. With a deep breath into the stomach, your body can learn to acclimate. And that oxygenation that occurs is very useful. It helps the mind work much much more efficiently. Mind needs oxygen. The brain brain needs oxygen. And so by doing that, you take a lot of stress off the mind and the stress off the body load and the nervous system. You allow the nervous system and the body to work more efficiently. So if you have trouble locating this present moment that I'm referring to so often in these podcasts. Just practice this breathing meditation and just feel the sensations of the breath as they enter the body. And as they leave. become distracted here's a useful technique you can label the distraction thinking or wondering imagining very simple vanilla kind of but you know give it just a simple description nothing loaded emotionally loaded with anything like worrying and feeling bad about yourself worrying what we're trying to do is look at our thoughts very caring, you know, very considerately. We're trying to do this with a sense of non-judgment. So don't judge yourself. and Don't judge your thoughts about others. Just notice them. Because in the scene, there's the immediate understanding of where they come from, how useful they may or may not be. All of that is immediately seen in the clear light of awareness itself. Because awareness itself has no preferences, you'll notice. And that's the strange and beautiful thing about it, is that there is this home base of awareness that is before our personality, before our ego, that sees our preferences, that sees our thinking, that sees our emotions as they arise, and that is free of the impact of all of it. And we can return to that primary stasis at any time when we are feeling overridden by emotion or a difficult moment. 
become aware of the body's reactions to this and relax the body. Notice the mind's thinking in response to this. You are the master of your mind. And you're a beautiful, loving master. You're patient and you understand that it's worried. And so you're noticing as it tries to work things out. No attachment to whether or not it will. Just give it love. We're celebrating the eternity that is right here within every moment. The beautiful majesty, the miracle of now. This great gift of life that is so precious to us. That is full of so many beautiful artistic visions and inventions. Our ingenuity wraps the world with our technology and our innovations and a lot also as well, a lot of destruction. And we're learning now. And there's billions of us with all different levels of conditioning and different culture to uh, learn about our impact on the environment around us individually and collectively as larger groupings and how, how much we can impact the world in detrimental ways is becoming very apparent to us now as we're able to now monitor on a large scale more and more what we're doing to the planet. So we are now, by the millions, working very hard to be more symbiotic with this planet. And so let's put more energy in that direction, of course. And let's also think of the people's jobs that work for those uh, industries now that allowed us to get to where we are and let's think compassionately about all people I think we're winding down I've given you guys a quick example of a breathing uh, style yoga style meditation by focusing on the breath we can learn to get a sense of the moment and that moment becomes much more immediately accessible once you develop an experiential sense like a bodily memory of it it's, it's, so, it's so familiar. You remember it. You remember it from when you were a kid. It's always been here. There's always been this feeling of just being alive, of being in a moment. Think of the, just a mundane moment from when you were a child and just that feeling of being alive. Notice how it's ageless. If you can get that one thing, you'll be like, oh, you mean the feeling of being here just right now? Yeah, that's exactly, that's all I mean without any description on top of it though. Just the feeling of being here. What is that? It's a very familiar native. It's always here. It's constant. Well, it's depthless. It is infinitely deep. Go into it. Bask in it. Abide in it. That is meditation. And as the thoughts come up, you're joyfully returning, you know, just labeling, noticing the thought and saying to, to oneself. Even you can get it to where it's even without the word, but you'll just notice there's thinking occurring, there's a distraction, and then you'll notice. Oh, and here's the mind now using that technique because it's returning to the moment. And all I have to do is keep returning to the moment. When a thought comes up at any time, I can return to the moment. And the thought will still get its point across if it's important. So you're not losing anything, but you're not ruled by the thoughts anymore. You're free. And that's just the beginning. So I love you guys. I hope you're well. There's so much uh, more I want to say about this uh, pandemic that spread across the world. And I'll save that for another podcast. But I'm here. 
I'm back. I'm thinking of you guys. And since I got the extra time now, I'm going to uh, be back here again soon. We'll continue these meditations. And for the month of April, it's like National or International Poetry Month, one of the two. It's an excuse to read poetry to you. So that's that's what I'm going to do. And I just rhymed like on accident while I said that. So it's, you know, it was serendipitous. It's meant to be. So there's going to be lots of poetry coming at you guys. I've been writing a poem a day for the past month just as a little practice to uh, self-discipline myself. I've been wanting to write more. And so it's just a way to, to do that and to hopefully share something that might brighten up a moment in somebody's day as well. Hope you all are well. Stay safe. I wish great health and safety and security to all of you. And I'll talk to you soon. Oh, and by the way, guys, for all of you that enjoy the show, I would encourage you to follow on Instagram, uh, actualeye.podcast on Instagram. I also have a page up on Facebook where I share occasional vids outside of the podcast. And uh, I would love for you all to be there so you can stay up to date on things. And as well, if you guys uh, enjoy and wish to contribute and support the show, you can do that through anchor.fm forward slash actualeye.podcast. Just look up actualeye, A-C-T-U-A-L-I dot podcast on Google and you'll find us where you can uh, contribute to the show on our Anchor platform. And thank you guys so much for everything, and I will talk to you soon.